Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to Round 3. Round 3 is the show where we take three topics and discuss them. Topics like DVD clamshells. I mean, let's just talk about it. Let's make us feel, let's make ourselves feel good about it. My name's Steve Glosson, and I'm glad to be with you this week. The whole week, Derek is on vacation, and uh, yeah, that's right. We start a new podcast, and he abandons me like three weeks in. But we are super stoked to have one quarter of the media junkyard team. He's everybody's favorite curmudgeon. That would be Mr. Chris in Boston. Chris, welcome to round three, sir. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here on round three. <laughs> Listen, I I love your stick on Media Junkyard. <laughs> hey, I thank you very much, Steve. I really appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, GFY Monday is probably one of my favorite things ever. Gee Willikers, that's one of the greatest episodes, <laughs> greatest segments on Media Junkyard. I do concur. <laughs> Or, you know, uh, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, right before we started the episode, I told Chris in Boston, hey, let's keep it clean. And uh, he decided to go beaver cleaver on us here. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, that's funny because, you know, people out there I saw on Twitter have very little faith in the fact that I can deliver a 15 minute segment of a or 15 minute episode of a podcast without dropping the F bomb or swearing. But you know what, Steve? I think I can do it. Well, let's get into it then, uh, as this week it's my responsibility to spin the wheel. I really don't know what the wheel looks like. What do you imagine it looks like, Chris and Boss? I, I, I'm, <laughs> I think it looks like uh, you know the, the Wheel of Fortune wheel, but on a vertical axis. On a vertical, <laughs> there you go. And we land on topic number one for the week, and um, this is uh, attempted att- attempts at flirting that you've undergone in the past, it may be a little over the top. <laughs> well, you know what, Steve? <laughs> I've never gone over the top. I hear you. That's a man right there. You know what I'm talking Chris about? Chris in Boston is the Caucasian Lando Calrissian. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I do have an embarrassing story, which I guess kind of can fall in line Go with this. Go for it, yeah. Okay, you know, you know College time, we're, no one's got any money. We're all poor in college. So mm-hmm. going back to my college days, I remember I was out drinking with the with the boys, and uh, there was one of this, this girl who was, she, she's, you know, super hot. She's the kind of like the girl you always check out at school, and sure, she's sure. always at the bar or whatever. And uh, funny story, I'm actually good friends with her now. But uh, so her name was Beth, and I'm like, hey, Beth. Want to go do a shot? <laughs> so I'm try, immediately trying to get her to the bar to get her, you know, you boozed up. You know, it makes me look better, literally. Um, so I get up to the bar and she wants to drink tequila, and I'm like, yes. So I round up around a tequila shots. And I throw my debit card on the bar, and as yes. we're about to lick the salt and rip the tequila shot, the bartender comes over and says. Sorry, sir. Your card's been declined. Mm, that is just a. Even as an adult, when like you know that you're not necessarily badly overdrawn, you just know that hey, I was running a little close. I thought I had it in there this week. That's just a gut wrenching feeling. Yeah. You, you know what's worse? She paid. <laughs> <laughs> nice. For both shots. Nice. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> that was awesome. Um. Have you ever used any cheesy pickup lines? And I don't mean the ones we've all heard, like, hey, baby, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? No, I, I, honestly, I, I've, I've never used the pickup lines. Yeah. I mean, 
I've heard them be used, and it's just I don't know. I feel bad. Like I, when, when I when I used to hear them, when I used to go off to the bars frequently, where you know tons of single folks out there, you'd hear them all the time, and, and you'd just be like, "Really, dude? Like, come on." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've used them totally in like in jest, joking around, like mm-hmm. with a big smile on my face, like, "No, I'm about to deliver a punchline to a joke," and uh, that doesn't work either. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no pickup lines. I uh, I my thing is is I have never been the guy who can just go up to a girl cold turkey and talk to her. Um, I, I respect the crap out of guys like that. I'm your typical. Why not? I'm, I'm just your typical geek that way. Now, I'm a great wingman. Like, if, if I'm with someone and they see someone they like, I can totally just go over and be like, what's up? My buddy over there saw you want to come over and hang out <laughs> with us. You know, and I end up doing all the work for the friend. I've done that all my life. I've always been the third wheel or the wingman or whatever. But you can't do it for yourself. I've never been able to just just go out for myself and and and, and get it done. But I will say, and and this story's been told countless times on countless podcasts. But I think it bears repeating in case we have any listeners who aren't uh, members of the Geek Out Loud Nation or the Big Honkin' Show audience. Or the media junkyard. Or the media junkyard audience. Uh, Boston, the year was 1997. Oh, I remember, I remember it fondly. Yes, and, uh, and Star Wars was making its way back into theaters in the form of the special editions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just super stoked to be going to see Star Wars. Uh, it, it's, Star Wars is, is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I'm the Jedi Master of uh, Media Junkyard. Apparently I won that time. And you're also the Padawan. And also the Padawan, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, which is really weird. You should hear some of the conversations I have with myself. But uh, we, <laughs> so I was in college at the time. It, you know, I found out all the showtimes and everything. I went that afternoon and I, I had people's money and I bought tickets for everyone that was going to our group. I made sure because it's college and not necessarily everyone is in, and it was a smaller campus where we all kind of lived on campus. So not everyone necessarily had a ride. Not everyone necessarily had a vehicle. So I made sure we all had rides in 28 people um, go under my leadership and my spearheading this movement to go see Star Wars that night. I was stoked because I'd never seen the first Star Wars that, you know, everyone knows today is Episode 4. Uh, I'd never seen Star Wars on the big screen. All my life had been on a TV, you know, through a VCR machine, whatever the sure, case may be. Sure. And I had this friend. Her name was Kristen. And Kristen was this cute little uh, strawberry blonde-headed chick. And I was crushing on her. I think she kind of liked me. I think looking back now through my adult eyes... I think I had a shot. And uh, that was until we went to see Star Wars. Um, she's like, I've never seen any of these movies. I'm like, well, this is the first one. If you got any questions, just ask, you know, whatever the case may be. We get there, man. There are people throwing the, they've got lightsabers. They're, you know, they're having a blast, and I'm getting into it. I'm just caught up in the emotion. The Fox logo comes up. We cheer. The 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 Star Wars logo, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, everybody cheers, and here comes Star Wars and the crawl. You just can't you can't even hear the music because the place is going nuts. And I'm enraptured in this thing. And literally for forty five minutes I just completely zoned everything out and was just in awe of the fact that I was watching Star Wars on the big screen. Um Did you forget about Kristen? Yeah, we really didn't hang out that much after that <laughs> night. <laughs> 
You didn't offer a ride in your land speeder? No, no. I was like, come get in my sand crawler, baby. Didn't want um, to show her the lightsaber? That's right. Ooh. Hey. There's a whole lightsaber Sarlacc pick joke that Derek and I do off the air, but we won't go there now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, it was just it – was, it was probably the worst date ever for her and the, the greatest night of my life. So, <laughs> As as was said by Jimmy Mack from the Force Cast, he said, "Hey, there are a lot of girls out there. There's only one Star Wars." So, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's probably one of my lamest attempts at ever being with a girl in, in my life. So now that her loss, got, man, her oh, loss. Sure, sure. I, that's what I keep telling myself as I cry myself to sleep at night. Um, well, now that we've un- unveiled that little pathetic area of my life, let's uh, spin the wheel. And round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Nobody gives a rat's butt. Um, number three. This is an interesting one. This one came from the Twitter today as I was putting a call out for topics. And uh, I, we've got to be real careful so that we're not too creepy with this one, Boston. Hottest, <laughs> hottest 80s TV daughter. Dude, let's get creepy. Who cares? This <laughs> is round three. <laughs> Well, no I mean, let's be honest. We weren't adults in the eighties. Yeah, no. So these yeah. were our peers. Yes, these the and they are now currently, you know, adult women that we can still say are are maybe attractive or maybe they've outgrown their hotness. Yeah. You got any any names to put on the list here? You know, I was trying to go non traditional because you know you got of course you got your. Um, Alyssa Milano's sure, and so sure. forth and so on. That's kind of like your easy go to. So I was trying to think of some some you know. Random right. uh, 80s daughters. Right. And I came up with one. And I don't know if you remember. Do you remember watching New Gidget? No, but I, I well, I remember that there was a New Gidget, but I don't remember ever. I don't know that I ever watched it. See, I don't quite remember the show all that much. I just remember having a serious boyhood crush on Danny from New Gidget, who's played by Sydney Penny, who still, I actually just looked her up on um, on IMDb not too long ago oh, yeah. um, in referencing for this show, of course, and she, uh, you yeah, know, she, she withstood the test of time. She's still kind of hot. I am, I am wiki in this thing as we speak, and uh, they don't have a picture of her. I guess I should have gone over to the, uh, to the thing. Sydney Penny. Yeah. S Y D N E Y Penny, just as it yeah. sounds. She has an official website. Oh, Get out of here! Her. That's what I'm talking How about. You doing? And when I was like, I think the show came out in '86, so I was six years old. Well, and that's uh, not a great picture of you, Sydney. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> Let's get off that picture real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, while, while you're oogling over uh, Sydney Penny, I, sure, I'm, I'm going to say my second pick. Yeah. Nicole Eggert from uh, Charles in Charge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she grew up to be a dirty girl. Oh. Mm. She did her, uh, her, was her Baywatch thing? She did a couple uh, somewhat borderline adult films. Oh, really? You don't know this? No, I, I'm not. I don't keep up with people. I feel like it's not none of my business. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't like keeping up with her. Someone actually pointed out to me that uh, Nicole Eggert was in this film, and I was like, oh, you're right. Hmm. Well, now, um, 
you know, that's kind of the Dana Plato situation. She went, of course, now she's a tragic story, and mm. you can't really make light of that situation. But, uh, you know, she went from being the good daughter on different strokes to yeah, a little bounce of a wow-wow. Wow. little soft core action. So, yeah. You got anyone else on your list? No, not right now. I'm, I'll probably think of like five <laughs> more after you go through your list. Um, Well, I don't really have a long list. It's no secret in my life that... Uh, I had the hugest crush as a kid on Punky Brewster, Soleil oh. Moon Fry, and and that's someone who's grown up to actually be a the quite attractive young lass. Um, She's actually grown up to be better than she was then. Yes, yeah, and I don't I don't know what it was about her as a kid. Maybe it was the bright colored clothes she wore, but I just I just remember <laughs> having such a crush on her as a kid uh, as I watched that show. And then later in the eighties, <clears throat> toward the tail end of the eighties, the show Step by Step. Oh, dude, I know exactly. Which one? The dark-haired one. I can't think okay. of her name. Uh, the ditzy dark-haired one. The ditzy dark-haired one. Right? Um, I was just always like, seriously, as like an 11 or 12-year-old kid, I was like, she is the most beautiful girl on television right now. See, I like the tomboy sister. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, now, how how much younger than me are you? That Well, see, that's a problem. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was okay for me to like the younger sister, because I was how old are you when that show was on? Uh, I would have been like 11, 12-ish. Really? Yeah. When, so that was like what? Like 19? 80, 87, 88, 89-ish. All right, all right. 89, all right 80, 90, and then on into the 90s, I know that one ran. All right, because then I was probably 8 or 9 years old. Okay, so. no, that wasn't too oh, that's, 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 that's legal, isn't it? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, t- I totally crushed on I the end of the time. I wish I could remember that, that chick's name. Um, And, of course, I had, you know, of course, I, I thought that... Uh, uh, Candace Cameron from Full House, the older sister. You know what? She went through a time where she was cute, and then she went through a. T- she also yeah. went through a time where she was not so much. That's true. That's true. Um, and she did. I don't know. There's been times too where I've seen her in like uh, as adult in interviews and stuff where it's like sometimes she's she's a two face as they would say in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, that was kind of my non because I wanted to stay away from the Alyssa Milano thing as well, you know. And uh, and two, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really, I never really crushed too hard on her until, I don't know, I don't know, I never really did think. I, you know, she was never one that I was like, oh, wow, which I know I'm kind of in the, you know, not in the teen beat circle there. I hear you. One, no, so. I hear you, saying So... Um, our final topic, and that one, like I say, comes from the Twitter. Our final topic is um, <laughs> this can comes, sp- Steve. Can you spin the wheel, anyways? Can, you want me to spin it anyway? Please, okay. just do it. Uh, spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> At least Derek's not here to get sick. Um, <laughs> this one actually comes from at srelabr on uh, on the Twitter. And she wants us to talk about overrated high school events, and I kind of wanted to morph that one into because we've had a, you know, it's it's kind of gone that way, I guess, with with this sort of relationship thing. But because I know I'm a fan of television and you're a fan of television, I also wanted to kind of take this one and say, you know, we have these overrated events in high school, but the way these events are always shown on TV, I've never been in a high school that's anything like a television high school. No, not at all. But can, can I start by saying, Steve, I, I, you've got me saying the Twitter. Nice. <laughs> I definitely refer to it as the Twitter, at least for 
All day today, I have. All day today, you've been like on the Twitter? <laughs> I'm on the Twitter. Um, no, I totally see what you're talking about. Like, you know, the TV uh, proms and the TV dances, you, know, you typically walk in and it's like, yeah, the high school has been magically transformed into a winter wonderland or they, for some reason they've got Remy Zero as the band playing yes, at, the, yes. at, at the function. <laughs> we know what? That doesn't happen. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. It's like where where do these high schools on TV, you know, in what world does any high school have the budget to throw that kind of money at these events? No. Um, you know, Bayside, I don't know, Bayside almost did it close to kind of how ours always was. Yeah, they were legit know? for that fall ball they threw. And, they remember that? And I think it was because the show itself was so low budget. So, yeah, totally. so, so like, well, we can't. Let's throw some streamers up and get a bowl of punch out on a table somewhere. <laughs> so, um, but uh, what did you? I mean, you know, looking back on high school homecomings and 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 I think of especially like junior senior prom. I don't know that they were ever overrated. Um, no, I, mean, I had a blast. I had, a, I, had a, I had a good time. My senior year homecoming dance. The other ones I wasn't that enamored with, but my proms. I had a blast at both of those. And, well, you know what? Because, I mean, when I was in high school, I was very involved with, uh, <laughs> and this is cool in my high school, by the way, um, student council. That's another thing that is overrated. And <laughs> that's the one thing that's overrated in high school to me. <laughs> well, I think in, in my high school, at least people told me, um, it was actually the kind of a cool thing to do. Um, <laughs> I totally used student council to get out of so much stuff. and yes. But, you know, at, at the same point, we did a whole ton of planning. And our regular dances, like not the formal dances, not the proms, not the junior proms, not the Sadie Hawkins dances or whatever whatever your school has, but like just the regular dances. We threw like, you know, like uh, we had our, our high school uh, mascot were the, were the bomber birds, the bombers, which nice. is totally not PC nowadays. But no. we had like the bomber blowout was like kind of like the dance right when. Uh... <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, in 2010 or in 2010, that is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought about it back then. But um, we had like the bomber blowout. We had the like the fall whatever I, I can't remember the names of the dances but we had this awesome setup where the student council we hired up this company this company would come in and set up like a 30 foot projection screen oh wow okay? yeah legit 30 foot projection screen and the dj would play music but simultaneous the music being played the music videos would be projected onto oh, the screen that's cool yeah so dances were actually pretty awesome that's pretty cool yeah we it, the thing is is where we live where i live and and where i graduated high school here's the thing you you won't talk about politically incorrect for most of our american audience uh i need to let you know i went to jeff davis high school uh in jeff davis county I currently live in a county named for the president of the Confederate States mm. during the Civil War. So, you know, let's talk political <laughs> incorrectness. Seriously. And, uh, and, but we're, you know, we're just a little rural town. And so we had two dances in a year. We had the homecoming dance and we had prom. Um, right. You know, everyone else was throwing their own parties the rest of the high school year. But, uh, and I never got invited to those. But, um, <laughs> but I wasn't a wild. But I wasn't a wild kid in high school, and the things that were going on, I wouldn't have been really a part of anyway. Uh, so, you know, those were. I guess that's why those were always a big deal to us. The problem is now is no one at these dances wants to throw money at a DJ. And I found out that last year, at uh, the homecoming dance here in town, they paid a guy 
X amount of dollars to come set up his speakers and plug in his iPod and just get a playlist going. And so, uh, so I've got some friends that have started up a DJ production, and they've got lights, they've got it, and it's, and they do a, they do an outstanding job compared to anyone around here, and 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 they're starting to get work. But yeah, it, that was those things were always a big deal. The student council situation with us wasn't, you know, elections, student council elections were not a big deal. It was two minutes in homeroom. Really? Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, people put their posters up around school, but there wasn't any of this. The, the, you know, you didn't. They didn't really get to campaign with any type of speeches. You didn't have people handing buttons out. You didn't have, you know, you didn't have any of that. You didn't have vote for Pedro keychains. Nothing. <laughs> See, we had the exact opposite in my high school. It was a it was a big deal. Like we, it was like they took a seriously uh, like a three hour period or a three hour period of time. What do they call them? Assemblies yeah. back in the day. Wow. Where on election day, all the candidates from – there's a clear distinction, though, from class president, secretary, all that was completely separate from student council. Mm-hmm. Two separate uh, entities. So student council pretty much did all the work. Class president, they just got the name, and they were, that was kind of like the popularity contest right, versus right, the, right. the you know the whatever contest. So, But you know, I, I would get up there, and I had to give myself like a five-minute speech in front of the entire student body. I said, why? They need to pick me. <laughs> because I'm Chris in Boston, yo. <laughs> no, but it, it was we had a, we had a blast. Like, like like I said, those dances were kind of crazy back in that day. I was me and uh, a few of my friends. We were known for, believe it or not, break dancing. Nice. Yeah, we tried bringing it back in the nice. mid to late eight, mid to late nineties. We tried re- reviving the break dancing. Uh, didn't quite work because we were not that good. Um. But as far as like the proms go and everything, I don't know about your proms, but it seemed like there was always the handful of kids who didn't know how to drink but thought they should for the prom. Oh, sure, sure. And there's always that person who was just a train wreck who, hmm. you know, falls down, it pukes all a, over themselves. It was themselves. usually a teacher at our prom. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I kid, not really. Yeah, well, son of a bee, it looks like Mr. <laughs> Oliver's hit that moonshine again. Oh. I hope he's got his insurance because no. he's got to get to go to the doctor after he oh. fall down, and hit his head. Yeah, I know, but I know what you're talking about about the kids with the with the drinking situation. And did you laugh at those kids, or did they ruin the night? Uh, you know what though, they ruin. They, they yeah. typically ruin the night because I mean, we all drank. Yeah, we, we but not necessarily you know heavily at the dances we you know we always drank after the dances we hung out whatever i i never liked to get hammered and go to the school dance just because i don't know it just wasn't for me i had too much fun being sober but i had a lot of fun getting hammered afterwards yeah we uh, well see i never i was never i'm still not a drinker at all I, I just don't i just don't do it i've never enjoyed the taste of any of it and so um so that was never a problem but i've always been like the big nut I've been the fat guy who doesn't mind getting out on the floor and busting a move. There you go. And you need to understand that in my high school days was in the heart of whoop, there it is. <laughs> this was not this was not an anthem to be played in a in a stadium when someone made a good shot or an arena when someone <laughs> made a good shot or when the or when the field goal was kicked. This was the dance song of the year, like my junior year of high school. And then, or or sophomore year, and so we're it was all actually out of the, your graduation song. Yeah, it could have been, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But, uh, yeah, we're all out there thinking we're cool as crap. Whoop, there it is. And so Big Man would get out on the floor and bust his moves and, uh, and you know, and do the show for people. So I always, I, you know, I had good times, good fun. Can sometimes. you dig it? Can you? <laughs> but, you can dig. Can y'all dig it? Yeah. But, uh, well, that's going to wrap it up for us. You can find us uh, on the web at round3show.com. That's where that's the home of the podcast itself, and you can find all the feeds and that sort of thing there. Of course, we're on iTunes. We'd love for you to leave iTunes reviews if you so are inclined. Uh, our Twitter is at round3show, um, and uh, our email is round3show at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you as far as any topics you'd like to suggest. We've had a few. From, most of the ones this week will be from listeners. So we are reading and we are accepting your uh, your uh, uh, suggestions. So, uh, Chris, thanks for being with us this whole week for Monday today. And then, uh, of course, we'll see you on Wednesday and Friday as well. You're not going to get rid of me. Not at all. <laughs> Tag team music coming straight at ya. Vote Chris in Boston, President, Student Council. We'll see you next time, guys. Later. <laughs>